this. I think it's by clicking record. All right, let me know when the song is done. Is that kind of what you were looking for? <laughs> Are you trying to sing it? <laughs> okay. Can we do another take? No. <laughs> no, I can't question. hear you. We probably shouldn't start like that. Can you hear me? Yeah. Why? What did you say? I was just laughing. Oh. We probably shouldn't start. If, if you're not going to play the song, we probably shouldn't start with me waiting for the song. What do you, I did play the song. I can't hear any of it. I can't, I can't hear it. Oh, you didn't hear it. I didn't hear it, no. Huh. What? Well, I mean, it's totally sucks. fine. It's totally fine if it fucking rocked the fucking dick off of everybody who listened. I don't know if they if you didn't hear it, I don't think they would hear it. Um what about now? Do you hear it now? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, should we start over? Yeah, no wonder you weren't doing anything. Woo! Get off, baby. Yow. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go, baby. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look at that dynamic shit. I'm fucking feeling wild right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think right, Days so of the New are gonna sue us now? Uh I so what I remember about Days of the New is that dude was like 16 when he recorded that song. Yeah. And, and he has been um not focused on music since oh. uh I think like a year after that came out. Okay. Uh, I think he's got some some other issues he's working through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's amazing how important that that number is, though the age sixteen. Because well, you know who else was sixteen? Was that guy who did that tomorrow song? You know, so Frog Stomp. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, Aretha Franklin was sixteen when she did Respect. When I was sixteen. Um, I could have probably came in first in any Seinfeld competition that required you to weigh 250 pounds or more. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's some pretty stiff competition. <laughs> that's the only people who <laughs> it's the same. It's the same as the open weight category. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the greats are 250 plus. <laughs> I mean, how else are you going to get? any good at Seinfeld unless you're <laughs> fucking sitting there endlessly. Uh, I love the, I love the high energy start though. I mean, yeah. what are we doing every time we come out and it's just this, this freaking lady telling us where we're being recorded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good point. Why don't we always just have some man who's 16 years old, a 16 year old man can sing us in every time. Yeah. <laughs> we, do you listen to PMT? They always have, what is that electric avenue i don't know why it's always electric avenue leads them into the podcast and it doesn't make any sense because if you listen to a couple in a row then you have that stupid song stuck in your head 
So maybe we should do that. Like they're very successful. So we should just do whatever they do blindly without really considering what's going on or knowing if it's an inside joke or not. Well, I'll like the beacons and try to get as many 16 year olds to DM us, 16 year old boys to uh, DM us about their. From what I'm seeing, it's pretty easy to get that to happen. <laughs> just out in the world. <laughs> uh, Fucking joke. But, all right. Let me ask you this. Now, Okay, so I know that you have be, you are you are a principled person. I think that um, just like everybody, you fall you fall short of things. My my question to you would be: How often do you how often do you lie? In all seriousness, how often do you lie? Uh, I don't I don't really know. When I lie, it's usually just like it's just part of a conversation. Like I just lie because I think it's funny, right? And I expect to be found out, but sometimes I'm not, so it's awkward. Okay, but you know, because because what I was expecting you to say was, well, I try to never lie. Oh, definitely not. And then, uh, because the, uh, that's what I think that most people would say is, well, I I try to never lie, and then there's just a time where, and like that's. Oh, good. So this is the way it's going to be then. I'm going to have to edit the fuck out. See if I can mess around. Yeah. Well, now I'm like Howard Stern. And uh, now I'm like that guy in the phone booth with Keith Sutherland. <laughs> and now I'm normal. And now I'm like this. And how much? How much does it really matter? In the long run. Um, do it like this. Change this. Uh, I could be like this. 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 Or like this. 
Um, what about like this? What about like this? Yeah. This seems the most professional. Or like this. Or like this. Or maybe what my actual voice is like. Or am I here? Just a little more professional, but not as realistic. All right, I'm going. Oh, you're here. I'm going oh. data, baby. Okay. What does that I'm mean? A, I'm taking a big lump for this podcast. I mean, I'm what not using mean? my Wi-Fi. There's something going on with my Wi-Fi. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, do what you got to do, man. But uh, so I was just asking you uh, when last time you or how often you lied because, you know, everybody just says like, well, I try not to lie and. Uh, all that jazz but so I made <clears throat> what I would consider to be um, just a, a a reframing of the truth not a, even a real lie uh, okay. to a co-worker when I started my new job and I have wound up in a tornado of lies that I, <laughs> I'm going to have to quit the job. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> we can never come back. So, <laughs> so <laughs> and well, I tried to, to never right, lie. You should quit right when you get caught. Like right when you see all the, all the connections <laughs> light up in her brain, you go, I quit and just walk out the door. Right. And of course, it has nothing to do with about my job performance or anything like that. It's just it's just the social embarrassment. Yeah. Eating eating lunch with somebody who knows I'm lying. Just immediately He's lying quit. arbitrarily. I quit. I quit to my peers and I leave. Yeah. <laughs> so. So when I first started at this new job. Uh, it was me and and two of my most immediate coworkers who are men and they were talking about football. And at that, at this point they were talking about Cam Newton versus Mac Jones. And Lovely. they said, and they said, Steven, are you a Patriots fan? And I said, which at the time is as goddamn close to telling the truth as you can get without telling the truth. Okay. I said, uh, not only am I a Patriots fan, I happen to be a season ticket holder okay. to the Patriots game. Now, over the last, uh, I, I did some math. Over the last five years, the Patriots have played uh, eight regular season home games, two preseason home games. And then on average, like one and a half playoff games. Okay. I think that I have missed of those 63 games, five of them. Oh, really? Prior to the season. Because I was going with my uncle. Uh, and so it all worked out. Now, uh, 
Go ahead. Well, he's the actual season ticket holder. Is that he is the to? actual. Now, when I say <laughs> I have season tickets with my uncle, what I am saying is I actually don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> I have just gone. I it is uh, a uh, ipso facto. I am a season ticket holder because I have not missed a game. Well, the the level of your fandom is that of a season ticket holder, True. which is kind of what they were asking you. And, so and then you just you, kind of slightly misspoke and weren't completely exact. No, I didn't misspeak. I was very intentional with what I said. Uh, okay. It was just a lie. And oh. so. <laughs> that's, that's, so. If, okay. If we're going to count that. So that's how I talk all the time where I say something and it's not exactly true, but I'm trying, I'm just like scrambling to get my idea out into the air. And I would definitely say something like that. Like, oh, I'm a Patriots season ticket holder. And then upon further review, it's like, well, I guess what I meant is that I go to all the games. <laughs> I, I don't actually True. literally hold the tickets. True. But I knew before saying that, that <laughs> I have, <laughs> in those 60 games, I had never paid for the ticket. Oh, I yeah. had no legal <laughs> stake to ownership. Uh, it has just been that I bought the bag of peanuts and the beer. So that is what uh, I did to keep my uncle bringing me to the games. Yeah, and that's so a great idea. For five years, it was a totally accurate description of the situation okay. because I hadn't missed uh, games except for like when I couldn't go and things like that. Okay. Well, uh, my uncle, who is uncle by marriage, uh, is I believe is relevant. <laughs> I believe in a uh I believe he's getting divorced from my aunt. Oh oh so there's a very weird situation going on in which there's no communication between any of those family members and anybody else. And so I went to oh. one game with him this year. He has not invited me to any of the games this year except for oh, one. Oh fuck. And so he didn't, he didn't mention a goddamn word about the fact that he's apparently not living with my aunt anymore, which is wow. not my business. It's no. just very strange. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if I'm allowed to continue, the selfishness has put me in quite a fucking bind. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I went from being able to say the same thing I've been able to say for five years uh, and that I go to all the pages. Some games, of course, that was not what I said. I said, I, I'm a season ticket holder. And so uh, I bought tickets for my wife and I to go to the first game and then okay. um, missed one game. But then I went with my uncle to another game to the Cowboys game. And so, but then, then it started happening. We're just like, uh, he would, you know, in previous years, he would text me and say like, Hey, uh, I'm selling the tickets to this game, blah, 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 blah. And, um, and so I knew ahead of time. Now it's just like, I just assume that I'm not going. And so the, the big thing was the, was the Buccaneers game. Mm. And so my coworker kept on asking me, he's like, Hey, you going to the Buccaneers game? How crazy is that going to be? How fucking nuts is that going to be, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
was yeah. like, I was like, it's yeah. gonna be nuts, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm already drunk for it. It's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy if I come in there next day, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. And so this shit just keeps on snowballing. It's like that Buccaneers game leading up to it. He's like, he's like, keeps on. He's he's like this earnest guy, right? He's just like, right. He's he's, he's living vicariously through. Exactly. He's really he's, excited he's kids, about it. He's got three kids, and he's like, yeah. he's like, dude, it's gonna be so awesome that you get to tell okay. me, you have to tell me what it's like when you're there, man. <laughs> and so he does this, right? You never send him any pictures or anything because you can't. No, because, but first off, I had never taken any fucking pictures at any of the games ever. Right. And so I just did it. I just, I, I, I just, I started, I started the lie. And now now I am in a fucking black hole. It's like the next, that Monday morning, he was like, Dude, I can't believe Folk missed that field goal. I fucking went to bed at halftime, <laughs> and I was like, "I know, dude. The fucking stadium was dejected. I didn't get home. I I just started with all of these lies, <laughs> and I was telling them about how I got home at two thirty in the morning and about how I took a nap earlier in the day. Oh and, my god! And I have not stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what the solution is to that one. (laughs) Exactly. So it was, okay, so it was a minute lie. And now it's like, he keeps on asking me, he's like, so you going to this, you going to this game? Because he went to the Browns game. Uh, I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit. I think I'm gonna have a real estate thing going on. Oh yeah. Damn. He's like, he's like, oh man, it's too bad. We could have tailgated. 99-yard drive, man. You missed it. <laughs> and so it's like, what, just all of a sudden, I sell I sell, <laughs> I sell every one of these fucking games along the way, except for the – so I think I'm just going to – I think I'm just going to lie and say I went to this game tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should just keep going until you get caught. I think that's exactly, more fun. Exactly, exactly. I mean, he's going to – Find me fucking taking the dog up for a piss. He lives like two, five streets over. <laughs> At some point, I wonder if he ever sees you, then he just keeps asking and wondering if you'll just keep playing the lie forever. I hope so. But obviously, the the answer is just to say that your uncle is getting divorced and you're not invited to these games anymore. Right. But uh, one of those seats is mine, according to the previous lie that I had already told Right, but then you, I mean, how long ago is that lie? Like several months? He'll, he'll just think like maybe he didn't understand what you meant. It's easy. Just gaslight the fuck out of him. That's how you get out of everything. Yeah, I guess. Just fuck with I people's guess. brains. I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's like uh, every previous relationship I've had in my life where you just act happy until... <laughs> You sent them the text message saying that saying that's over. (laughs) So you get completely blindsided. That's the more mature thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta you gotta Uh, buy a new house as soon as you can so you can get the fuck out of that neighborhood. I gotta I gotta I gotta fucking move and quit my job. (laughs) Oh god. 
Mm. So that's a thing that I'm dealing with. Uh, I like the, it. What's the What's the next thing on the list? Um, all right. So speaking of football, one of the commercials that happens on every football game, I am just baffled by. And and so you're watching the game, and they have this commercial with Gronk. For yes. USAA. Mm-hmm. Have you seen these commercials? I have. I don't understand these commercials. Like I, do, I, do, I don't get it. So, uh, in case you haven't, you don't know, uh, it's this thing of Gronk, Rob Gronkowski, professional football player, tight end, mm-hmm. meathead. Uh, he he calls up UAA, USAA, and his his thing is he's trying to sign up for a membership to save wanna, money. Do you want to play it? I got a 31 sure. second clip of it, but there might be an ad in front of the USA, ad. This is oh. Stephanie. Hi, this is uh, Robert. I'd like to get up to 30% off my auto insurance with safe pilot. I can help you with that. What's your member number? Uh, 87. It should be between five and 12 digits. Ah, Boston. This is Super Bowl champion, Rob Gronkowski. I'm not a member. <laughs> Mr. Gronkowski, USAA is for the Super Bowl insurance. champion, Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> oh, but I'm special. USA. But so you stepped, you stepped on you stepped on the part that's most important. Oh. So he's talking the special his, part. No, no. Gronkowski, <laughs> I'm not a member. Mr. Gronkowski, USAA is for the military community and their families. That's what makes us special. Oh, okay. But I'm special. Spots. Kayakori. So I don't understand the marketing push behind this. I get that because they only it's like it's like you get all these things from UMass in the mail about how because you went to UMass you're until you're entitled to this car insurance sale right yeah. because we have bachelor's degrees we're probably married we probably make a reasonable amount of money so we're not going to fucking take our car off jumps i get it <laughs> right and so they're doing the same thing for USAA but i don't get the marketing pitch behind telling people how exclusive it is is the is the pitch that people will see how cheap the insurance is and then sign up for the military? Ooh, maybe. Maybe it's like a really indirect uh, recruiting campaign. <laughs> because otherwise, I envision it's not this uh, it's not this lovely woman who answers. It's like you call to sign up, and it's like that Jocko Willinick guy who's on the fucking Rogan podcast. And know, you're like, talking to him, and you and he's like the you know, he's 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 Joe military guy, and you're talking to him, and he's like, oh well, I'm so happy that you called, Stephen. Uh, uh, we'll we'll be happy to sign you up. Where did you serve? And he'd be like, oh well, I didn't serve. And then he <laughs> his whole like persona changes. And he's like, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't serve. Well, obviously. Steve, your dad wasn't some sort of pacifist pussy. <laughs> so where did he serve? <laughs> like, well, uh, my dad is a mechanic and my mom works at a bank. And mm. then they, and then outside of my house, people are, 
are rappelling down and kicking the windows in and beating the fuck out of me because I had tried, much like Rob Gronkowski, to sneak in and save $15 a year on my car insurance. God, it fucking, I don't understand it. I always looked at it like, it, we're kind of like transitioning into the our generation and younger marketing, you know, because we're starting to get, you know, I'm 33. So what's what's the wheelhouse for these idiots? Like uh, 29 through 39 or something like that, 30 to 40. Who's spending what, the money and deciding what insurance to have? You know? Yeah. I, I You're either getting off of your parents' car insurance. So I don't know. 22 right well or or you just go with the company that you have until you die 20 well, i think that's I th- yeah i think that's what's going on but it's like the fact that it's uh, yeah i don't even know why it needs really to be advertised that's because my thing like, it's, I, don't, I don't get what is the advertisement about if you were <laughs> in the military yeah switch over yeah it is pretty cheap. I have it because my grandfather is in the military. For, so for some reason, I get to use it. Well, well, uh, a sorry, <laughs> uh, sir, as I bow down to thee. My, da- my grandfather fought in the fucking Pacific Theater, and I haven't done anything, and I get, <laughs> I get to use it. I haven't fought in any theaters. I fought in the uh, Strand Theater in Dover last weekend at the Quantum Week live show. That's the only theater I fought in. Who'd you fight? (laughs) Uh, Ned Snark. (laughs) (laughs) I think you would kick his ass. He's all. I don't know. I don't. I don't know who he is. Uh, (laughs) But uh, it's just uh, I don't. I don't understand all that shit. What's up with you? Uh, Nothing. I drove here from Sacramento today and. I'm drinking now. It so sucked. You when did you get down to Sacramento? Um, I arrived on Thanksgiving. Okay, and, then, and so and I, you stayed two nights. Yeah, and then I drove back this morning, or starting at noon. How many people were there at Thanksgiving? Uh, I think it was like seven or eight. I don't know, something like any that. Any cousins? Yes, all like long. <laughs> no, nope. All long lost people. All hideous in their own way. I like the idea of like a quarter of the way through the meal, just pounding your hand at the table. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> people are so unattractive and it's pissing me off <laughs> can you look over there just don't look oh. at me i'm eating my oh. fucking mashed potatoes you bunch of losers bunch of fucking losers <laughs> these people are ripping you off <laughs> bunch of nerds in situate nerds <laughs> Did you did you listen to the spitting chicklets with Connor Garland? It was a situate extravaganza. I don't know yeah. who's Connor Garland. He's a I think he's a winger and he plays for Vancouver now, but he's from Situate. He was drafted winger. a year or two ago. I did near killed her. 
Oh. No, I mean, um, why would the fuck would I listen to that? I don't give a fuck about hockey. I like that show. I think Biz is hilarious. And then it's got Ryan Whitney, who's from Situate, so I got to listen to him. And Rear, Rear Admiral is like a kind of a like a clown. So that's, you know. He's got the goofiest reading voice ever because it's so obvious when he's reading off a page. Like he gets all like, I don't know how to describe it. He gets all like goofy sounding. It's like, dude, just read in your normal voice. You don't have to like change how you talk when you read. But it's like part of the charm. If I were to read my the, the one time in the last 50 episodes, I have sent you notes, which was, yeah. uh, this is, I'll read, I'll read the notes text I sent you. But I'll try to read it in a voice that's not my voice. Show shit. Lying circle. Twit turf here. Music episode. Use a pussy dad. Ooh. That's no, that's USAA. <laughs> no, it's Yuza. <laughs> Use a pussy dad. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you uh I got a I got a computer. I got another computer. Because I realize I'm gonna go to fucking Minnesota for Christmas and I need a computer for this fucking class. So Cyber Monday, Steve, you should get a computer. Yeah. It was like 700 bucks. It was like $250 off. Oh, 700 bucks? Yeah. That's cheap, right? If you're a Mac guy, that sounds like nothing. Yeah, but I try to spend most of my money on gambling. Well, I mean, if I assume you only win, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I, uh, I, I hold serve. Um, okay that's good but uh yeah i i should buy a new computer it's on the list it's on the list of things to do i just anytime the idea of spending money comes along i just go like hey i'll deal with that tomorrow i was sick to my stomach when i bought it like the whole rest of the day until i got drunk then i felt better i was like oh i just spent seven hundred dollars that's like that's like 14 nights at the bar <laughs> down the drain. <laughs> as Why would I do to, that? As opposed to 12 years of productivity. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. What do you got? What's Twitter fear? What does that mean? Well, I have realized that I have become more and more. I don't even think cynical is the right word. Like, I think that I'm just apprehensive about leaving my house more and more Mm. based on what I am seeing on Twitter. Like, and, and it's because I run the stupid show Twitter, which I never tweet from. I just go on it. I tweet, I tweet like once a week, twice a week. Is that, that's not a lot. I don't know anything about Twitter. No, I think that like other people are tweeting like a hundred times a day. Oh, like just took a dump. White, white in. Maybe that's oversaturating it though. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, but part of the thing is, you know, your, your feed gets so curated based on what you look at. 
And apparently all I'm looking at is all these videos of other people killing each other and people like robbing other people and people beating the shit out of other people. And like, why are you watching that? Last, I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's, that's what Twitter is though. Oh, and so right. the other last night, maybe it was, it was either last night or the night before I was lying in bed and I was watching a video and it was like, so I had seen the videos of those people in Oakland smashing and grabbing and grabbing all the shit out of all the stores. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking like, well, maybe for Christmas, I will buy a ticket for Megan and I to fly out and see you and we'll stay at a hotel and we'll like do like that whole thing. Right. Because I had never been out there. I don't like flying. I don't like, like I would have to try to like man up and do it. Yeah. And then the next day I'm sitting there watching videos and it's just this, it's like video from a train station. I think it was in Manhattan and it's just this woman sitting there waiting for the train to come. And then like some dude bashes her on the head and like drags her and like punches her in the face like 400 times and steals her purse and runs away. And I was like, well, that's hilarious. I'm obviously not going to see Dan because Dan lives in a city and somebody is going to rape me in front of my wife. So I just like, I, I am becoming, and I, I understand that this shit has happened for a trillion years. Yeah. But it's like, it is getting to me. <clears throat> like I, I am becoming more and more cynical about just the idea of being in public and in being in cities in particular like that is that is not appealing to me whatsoever well it is the curation for sure because it's such a low percentage but also if you never go to the city then you don't know how to avoid that shit because you do kind of have to always think about it uh well depending but i do just because like why wouldn't you constantly think about it and not get jumped you know (laughs) but like you got to understand what you look like what color you are, what clothes you're wearing. Like if I'm wearing certain shoes, I don't go in certain neighborhoods. Like it's like, you know, you just got to think. I don't think that that's, I don't. Right. But so like, I don't want to subscribe to that. Well, if you visit, it's not your whole life. Right. But like, also I'll be here. So I'll tell you what to do. Like don't (laughs) leer at the hooker, Steve. No saying things to the hookers ever. Well, obviously I'm going to say something to the hookers though. No leering. Especially no leering. <laughs> don't even look at them, but especially no leering. But I just don't want to. I don't want to be around that. I don't want to be exposed to the idea that I can't. Like, observe the fact that there are hookers there. <laughs> It's life. Like we are, we are surrounded by all these people who are doing all of this weird shit around us. I have neighbors and they are doing this weird shit all the time. And I am hyper vigilant of what my neighbors are doing. (laughs) 
right? Well, I don't, yeah, I guess. I mean, again, though, like there's so much going on in a city that's larger that you can, you can get away with not looking at stuff, but I don't know. I've always had a sixth sense for that. Like one time I was me and my buddy from work were walking from a golf course to the San, Le- San Leandro BART station, which is like a, that's the train. And we are wheeling our fucking golf bags and we're all dressed up with our, with our golf shit on and our shoes and our collars. And we are walking through San Leandro, which is not like necessarily a very nice place. It's probably like, I think it was like three or four blocks from the bar we went to, to the station. And like, there's like some people loading shit in and out of a truck into a like neighborhood home to our left. And I can, I kind of glance a little bit, but I can feel them looking at us. And I just don't look over there because I can feel some heat over there. And he looked and then we continue walking and he turns to me. He's like, did you fucking see that? I was like, no, I didn't. I knew there was heat. I didn't want to look at it. And he's like, that guy had a fucking AK 47. I was like, oh yeah. Good thing. I didn't look over there. <laughs> Imagine two white guys with their dorky ass outfits, like leering at a fucking guy with a huge gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it makes so a big difference if you act like you look the other way, like it's the town and the guy with the fucking scream mask on. But so what you have to understand is if I, if that was me, I would have taken one of my clubs out and then just fucking smacked <laughs> all of the bullets back at the dude. <laughs> oh, right? okay. Like that's well, then the thing. Why, why are you so afraid of coming here? Because I won't have a fucking golf bag with me. Ah, uh, yeah. I can't help you with that. <laughs> I do love the idea. <laughs> Everywhere I go, when I do visit you, I am just in a pastel polo with, with a golf bag slung on my shoulder. <laughs> that's when you feel safest. Just on the I just on the off chance that I need to uh, redirect bullets back at people who are firing. It's amazing how good you are at redirecting those bullets, but you're still a horrible golfer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's two different sports. Put him in the ring with a boxer. That's what I say. Dad, your take on the MMA is the lamest, most boring, overused take ever. Yeah, but he could never beat Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the fucking... The- He's that fucking guy from the MMA reality show, and you're talking about one of the greatest boxers of all time, and fighting a different sport. Let's get Tom our Brady. shit together with the the Tom Braun Brady, is the Tom Brady. Okay, yeah, let's see him run against Carl Lewis. See who wins that race. <laughs> I'd like to see Bo Jackson get in the ring with Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I think he actually look, might beat his ass. <laughs> he'd look pretty stupid, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. He was like in a different weight class and shit. What are you talking about? Oh, by the way, that's he's my number one running NFL running back of all time is Bo Jackson. So I appreciate that, but how much Bo Jackson have you watched? I just watched like the documentary of him like steamrolling people. He's yeah. like a bigger, faster, stronger Adrian Peterson. Who was who would have been better at beating up kids than Adrian Peterson was. We, I mean, he could still be. <laughs> I bet you if you put him, he would be more effective for the Titans if you threw him in there than Adrian Peterson. That is it now. That's a very interesting thing. It's like if you were to 
take every professional athlete that made the Hall of Fame in their fifth, fifth year, first ballot Hall of Famer. I wonder who would be able to assimilate best and be the most productive that fifth, that like that five years after they retire. I wonder if Bo Jackson could still do it. I bet like you, you think have. maybe Ed Reed, like Ed Reed was just, I don't think that he relied solely on athleticism. He was just like, he was watching the quarterback's eyes and he just conducted so much of the field. Yeah. It does help. He has that kind of position as well. Right. Like I think safeties, like the two different safety positions, the quarterback position uh, and not many others can, can do it because all the rest of them are so like, especially running back, like their knees go and stuff. And that's like cartilage. You can't really fix that. Yeah. I mean, there was that thing about Calvin Johnson, uh, maybe about two years ago, joining the Patriots and Calvin Johnson's in the hall of fame now. Oh, he is. Yeah. I mean, he's been retired for five years. And so good for him. He was out of control. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at, you look at Nikhil Harry and you think Calvin Johnson couldn't fucking do that. <laughs> I don't know. He's a great blocker. That's what they always say about Nikhil Harry. There's, no, he's not. He's a wide receiver. Well, well, he, well, he pushed that. He pushed that to quarterback and five back five yards back. Well, what he does, he's got long arms. He can engage and he can get extension and separation. God. God. At least he, he sometimes catches the ball, which is better than what he did before, which was never catch the ball. <laughs> Kimbrell, Kimbell Dropkins, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Aaron Dropson. Oh. Rob Dropkowski. Oh, wait, no, he was good. Uh, all right, so one of the things that we have, that you and I have been talking about offline mm. is doing a music episode. Yep. So one of the things that I was initially, and now I, I bring this up because I have a hot take on two songs, right? So that's what the, that's what the foundation of the episode is. I get, yeah, right, because you have something to say. Okay. I have exactly right. So I'm not just bringing this up because I want to be challenged. Because <laughs> yeah, you already know the answers to the test. <laughs> so I think that um, I have my least favorite song from the like that I liked. Right. So I have my least favorite song that I really did like that I probably bought on iTunes back when we were in high school, and I have a song that I had never really liked i had heard it before but now it's just it's just in my regular rotation okay uh, um, so i'm i'm thinking that we should do an overrated underrated very late 90s early to mid 2000s rock episode okay very uh, late 90s early to mid 2000s or mid, mid or or so mid 90s to mid 2000s or uh 2000s or what whatever you so, want to do no i think i think that's perfect so overrated underrated and then what else hot seat cool throne uh, no well no i we whatever you want to do so we can do uh top three for both or whatever and okay. I, I just think that we have to establish some rules like uh an overrated song can't have a million Twitter views, right? Like a, a, a million YouTube views. It would have to be like, okay, all of these have to have 10 million YouTube views, 
a hundred million. Like we have to establish like parameters. Okay. Because otherwise it would just be like, well, it's this fucking song from a band I saw at a bar this one time. And it has well, I, how is that? Well, okay, but I mean that wouldn't be overrated then. Nobody cared about it. What could be underrated? You dumb shit. Huh? <laughs> it could be underrated? Yeah. So nobody appreciates the song because nobody's ever fucking heard it. Okay, so what's with the 10 million views thing? That's for overrated. I'm, th- I'm, th- I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking that we should just establish like a, like a line of like, these are the songs that can compete for the title of overrated, underrated. Okay, so basically they have to be a certain amount of popularity. Yeah, yeah it has to be songs that people could have possibly heard of. Okay, yes, gotcha. So it can't just be like that random, like the, you know, the, the most pretentious possible choice, basically. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like, why are people not liking the time signature here? <laughs> yeah. That's that's all I'm going to do then. I'm just going to choose this. I just like this because it's not in four, like a bunch of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I guess yeah. I guess the question is, you know, and this is a, a question that we won't be able to solve here, but if we were to do it for rock, where is the line drawn? Yeah. Rock Late songs. 90s to, to mid aughts rock songs. So what like are the killers are they rock? Yeah. Sure. They're not very rocking but they're rock. Okay. I mean what other genre you put them in? Like pop? Is that a different genre than rock? But if we're going so, by popular songs then they're all going to be pop as well. You know, cuz like we're talking about radio. No, I disagree. Right? I disagree. Tool is not pop, but they're rock. Okay, but I mean they're on the radio, you know, like that makes them popular. They're not on the popular pop. radio station. I suppose they're on the rock station, but are the Killers because they transcend the rock station? They they don't count as the pop station because they are also on the rock station. How about it's only WAAF? We just look at the entire set of songs ever played on that radio station, and that's it. Okay, that doesn't exist anymore, right? But there's probably uh, no. records of it. What about FNX? Can it have been on FNX? What about Laser 99.3? With That's that guy, Cantera. <laughs> yeah, coming up next is Lesbo. Uh, do you think they got rid of Leslie in the afternoons? Or no, that was Mistress Carrie who left. Ooh. Is, she, is Mistress Carrie attractive? No. Les, Leslie was. I saw her once because I went with my mom in... I think that was East Hampton or maybe Northampton to see, oh man, what was Aaron, uh, what's the fucking, that, that fucking guy. <laughs> I saw three doors oh, Aaron down, Lewis. Aaron Lewis from Stained. And I saw, uh, what the fuck was that band? They did a, they did like a Zeppelin song. They were called like snake skin or something like so fucking band that was like flashing <laughs> the pen. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Wolf Mother, was it? No. Because Wolf Mother fucking rocks. I would have recognized that. That guy's hilarious. He's got the big fro. He's like an incredible musician, but he's got such a stupid look that he'll never be bigger than he is now. You know who is an attractive woman? Speaking of radio rock goddesses, is Danielle from WAAF. Oh, she is? Yeah, she's an attractive woman. Um, in, what, fact, what about- in fact, I will say this. 
uh, somehow along the way, I stumbled along her page and there was a picture and I, I clicked on it because I think there was some massive cleavage or something like that. And it had been <laughs> liked by one Pat Rockland, who we are wow. not Facebook friends, who we are not Instagram friends with. <laughs> but <laughs> is it Danielle Murr? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's cute. She's got a whole Instagram page of like bunnies and stuff. Yeah, she's incredible. It doesn't seem like it's worth following. There's a picture of a spider on here. I don't like spiders. Okay, so I guess uh, the boundaries of rock will have to be established. And then I think that the big the big thing is going to be like, okay, well, this is a song that really sucks that has a lot of YouTube video views. Was it overrated? Because like um, name name I mean, some name some like seventh song off the Nickelback album. It might have eighty million views, but nobody gives a shit about it. It's like not nobody cares. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. Well, it's also like it could be a song that's like a guilty pleasure. Like everyone knows it's bad, but they still listen to it. Yeah. So that might fall into the underrated category. Does that count as underrated if you know that it's bad? Yeah. I don't think. No, that's, I mean, that's, the, only, that's the only thing it could be. Right, but it <laughs> is bad. So it's, it can't be underrated if it's bad. No, I think that you can. It's, it's so it's not as bad. Like, like uh, you pick a Three Doors Down song, everybody's going to pin it. You pick a Nickelback song, like that song that you uh, like. Uh, I've been down, I've been wrong. <laughs> That song, like that song is fucking good. Oh, yeah, that's all right. I so, mean, it's stuck in my head for 80 days after I drunkenly sang it that time. Exactly. So it's like that song is not overrated. That song is just like it is. Definitely not overrated. Right. I don't think anyone's like, oh, I'm going after this song. But I think people are guilt, they feel guilty that they like Nickelback. Right, but we gotta we gotta change that. Let's we, get chat. Get chat on. Chad? Yeah. Which guy? Is that he a guy in Nickelback? Well, obviously. No way the guy like from Chad. Nickelback is called Chad. With a name like Chad, what do you think he's going to be the fucking third guitar player? You think he's going to be the fucking sub keyboard player? Is that the reason why the name Chad means asshole now? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think. He <laughs> just ruined that name was, for everybody. I think he's like was the, the Adolf that, of music. I think the idea that in 2000 they had the hanging chads which was like you poked something through some some hole and like a flap opened up i think that's where chad came from because it's an asshole oh hmm yeah i don't i don't get it i don't know either you you brought it up i'm trying to rationalize (laughs) i think i need another beer what are you doing i don't know i gotta go i'm gonna go get one Okay, I'll be right back. If you rip me, I'm going to delete it. But I was also thinking about just keeping all of that time where we had technical issues, just leaving it all in. I played some goofy music, messed around with my voice. I guess, I, what am I going to vamp about? The whole dollar, Steve. I'll be right back. I'll tell you what, you know, I think that when we get to the idea of underrated versus overrated musicians, the 
the conversation we're all, we're going to both want to avoid, but I'm the only one who's going to have the guts to address is the shifty shell shock conversation. Because, you know, he had that hit. He had two hits, right? Crazy Town Butterfly, one of the all-time greats, right? But then you had that Paul Oakenfold, Oh My Starry-Eyed Surprise song, which is another, I mean, just you want to talk about two of the all-time greats. It's going to be tough to figure out how to place him. Bro, you look like... <laughs> this is what happens when you get your beer out of a vending machine. <clears throat> that looked like something I saw at a frat party one time. You taking, you sucking that foamy thing out of that can. <laughs> Usually, there's like a like the keg cap that has been in the mud and like up someone's asshole, and it's like in the red cup with the beer. When the dice man's coming, it's either in the snatch it down the hatch, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh. I heard this one off in a, so I'm a huge nerd. So I watched a speed run of Halo uh, Combat Evolves with the devs talking over it, like just kind of talking about how the game was developed. And at one point he mentioned some one-liner that they're, they had some voice actor had done the one-liner and they like, it was such a good one-liner that they wanted to like script it into the game, make sure Master Chief was always an earshot for it. And the one-liner was, I would have been your daddy, but a, that dog beat me over the fence. Which I thought was, uh, that, that made me laugh inappropriately the rest of the weekend. <laughs> uh, I, I, when you say devs, that means developers, right? Yeah. I also don't know what the phrase simp means, S-I-M-P. It means uh, it means like when you are too nice to a girl, I think. I'm butchering it because I'm too old, but it means like you, you like don't stick up for yourself and like you, you'll do anything for her you're and stuff. You're a pussy and like you're, you're pussy whipped, basically. Okay. Yeah. Pussy on a pedestal, uh, that kind of shit. Okay. But I don't know what uh, it comes from. As our as our uh, illustrious friend Patton Rockin would say, a soy boy beta cuck. Yeah, that's the same. Okay. Yeah. But like everything else, the Gen Z has just made it shorter. Well, brevity is a place. <laughs> as we talk about, <laughs> as we ramble on. Certainly doesn't have a place here. <laughs> Brevity hath no home. Brevity has no home. (laughs) Well, we're changing the the Twitter tagline. Um, we got a new review. Well, it's not new, but we have not mentioned this review on the podcast. Wow. We got all right. So uh go to uh www. (laughs) No, hold on, hold on. It's is it H- encrypted or no? It's HTTPS. Yeah. Okay, it is. Backslash, backslash, colon. No, well, okay. <laughs> I think those are forward slashes. <laughs> Podcast.apple.com backslash 
Local Fatso's backslash ID 1513831223. Okay, so once you go there, you have the ability to uh, rate the podcast, which you should do. All uh, reviews are accepted of any score, whatever you want to do. Uh, the last one that we got was on September 13th. Uh, shows how diligent we are about this podcast. We're reading <laughs> it out now. And this is a uh, a five-star review bringing our <laughs> rating to 4.8 out of five. Wow. That's high. Now, this is from BeerDude89. <laughs> I already like this guy. <laughs> the subject line. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. The subject... Oh, what the fuck did I do? What? All right, here we go. The subject line is XXL Batman and Robin. (laughs) Here's the (laughs) book. No two men sum up life as fat men quite like these guys. I shouldn't like this podcast but I can't stop listening. <laughs> oh. So what are your thoughts on being the fat authority? Um, you know, it's a, it's a real honor. And, and I think at some point you just got to acknowledge that you're blessed and you just got to go out there and execute the game plan. Yeah. Two blessings. Get the puck in deep. When we were fats, we get in the dirty areas and we make them dirtier, you know? <laughs> poop steve we get in the dirty areas <laughs> and we make them dirtier dude are you ready for the olympics the hockey olympics assuming they don't cancel them or whatever the fuck they always do no apparently the canadian or sorry the uh chinese team because it's in china so china is grandfathered in or whatever are you allowed to say and, that uh, which one which thing all of it Yes. Um, I don't know. Are you allowed to be grandfathered in? Um, well, the men's team is. I don't even know if they have a women's team or if they have women there. But I guess like a lot of the team is Canadian or American. So it's like Canadian guys with Chinese heritage or there's like there's like one guy <laughs> born in Canada who's like the back of the You were going to say Chinese haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, they, they don't wear the helmet with the half visor. They just wear those pointy things. <laughs> like the rice paddy hats. <laughs> like Raiden. Yeah, they look like Raiden. <laughs> They're, but the, whatever the International Hockey Federation is called, which I always forget what it's called, is worried that they're going to get completely embarrassed because they have like 300 or 400 total NHL games amongst the entire team. And that's, like 300 of them belong to one guy. So basically, yes, I mean, when the NHLers are playing Olympic hockey, it's the best. Like USA, Canada, you watch the Finns play the Swedes, all the shit is the best. But I think, so the, the Chinese are in the fucking, they're with the Americans, the Canadians, and the Germans. That's their group. Like they're playing the powerhouse countries. So I think another big awesome part of the Canadian Hockey Olympics is going to be watching the Chinese get fucking annihilated by the Canadians. <laughs> the Canadians who have every single one of their players is a fucking Hall of Famer. Like they're just gonna absolutely annihilate China. 
China hockey. Um, okay, so uh, let's let's dig a little into this. Now, the only reason why I have any knowledge on the matter is based on the fact that we played. I don't know NHL games. Oh nine. <laughs> I think that's right. Uh, we played the international mode. Yeah. Up until I think 2018. <laughs> uh, we always course, lose to Finland. Always. Of course, yeah. We had a tough time against Finland. Uh, the game, of course, in which my grandfather incredulously saw on a Xbox 360 on a non-HD TV saw what was going on and said he he understood that we were playing a video game that we were playing a game a hockey game and he after two minutes of staring at the screen he, he just responds yeah but you're not controlling real men like what what's going on here <laughs> so, uh, so mesmerized by the graphics was he Exactly. So uh, I am looking now. The star of that team was Alexander. This is for the the Kazakhstan team. Uh, Kazakhstan has been a member of the Olympic ice hockey, uh, whatever they call it, for a while. And uh, men's national ice hockey team. Uh, And so he was the he was the captain. He had the one who had the most games. Uh, Alexander Koroshov. Um, let's look at Alexander Koroshov's NHL record. It looks like he played a grand total of zero games. What? In the NHL, you mean? In the NHL. Well, they got the, uh, whatever, KHL, KSL, the Russian league. Right. They played, so, like the, the China, the team China has played like a lot of games in the Russian league. They have like the actual China team is like a, it's a club team in Russia or something like that. They're called like the Red Stars or something. The whole thing is fucked. Like they're going to get, they're going to get fucked, Ricky. Right. But so, like, I mean, isn't that their issue? Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I really hope they don't because right, so that's going to be hilarious. So, like, what? But, but like, so, like, but so, so like, prideful. You're not a hockey nation. Like, let Norway play. Right, but no, but so, like, are you saying that it's it's the pro? It's it's this is a burden that the the Olympic organization needs to take on. I think that they. Well, first of all, you know, that's just that's that's the, what they do is they worry about that shit. So, if I were them, I'd be like, well, if you guys want a team, like you're hosting, but like that's a mistake. But we can't stop you. Uh, but I think they're just worried about what the repercussions are in China in general for the sport. If the people of China watch okay. their country get fucking annihilated, that's like a gigantic market that will basically turn off. But, you know, I don't care about that. That'd be awesome to watch that happen. <laughs> right, so, totally like, embarrassed. so I think that the guys who are on that team, they want to go to the Olympics. Yeah, Absolutely. That's what they're all and saying. So, like, and so who the fuck is anybody to say, well, you probably wouldn't win. Like, I mean, they're, they've been promised a spot at this point and they've exactly. been training. So, so I would say, go out there, have a go, give it a yeah. shot. I mean, it's going to be, they might win like the first game. Like if they're playing Canada on the first game and Canada hasn't practiced at all, 
I mean, honestly, there will probably still be a line with Bergeron, Bergeron and Marshawn on it. I would guess. Like if you're the coach of team Canada, don't you put those guys together with whoever the fuck else doesn't, you could put me out there. It doesn't matter. And they could play China and fucking score 18 goals. By the way, speaking of being blown blown away by graphics, it hasn't happened to me in a very long time until I saw Ride 4. Have you heard of Ride 4? No. It's like a it's a motorcycle racing game. Uh the graphics look like real life. Like actually. Like I keep getting fooled each generation. Like I'm like I'm always like, "Oh, I'm always going to be able to tell it's a video game." But it took me like a solid 30 seconds to be like, "Okay, this is a game." but it looks really pretty ride four. They finally got it right. They did. I mean, it's finally worth talking about a motor. Is it like a street racing motorcycle game? I think it's actually, well, the thing I watched, they were racing through like a Scottish countryside kind of thing. Uh, but I can show it to you. Do you want to see it? It may not be worth it, but let's do it. What's another tagline? E3. I can't see anything. You can't see it? Uh, no. How sick is it? Just describe it to me. Well, you can't see it. Oh, wait. Now you can see it. See, this isn't doing it justice because it's... The whole point is you got to do... What's that? Because it's a video game. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously a video game. <laughs> <laughs> because it's obviously not real. <laughs> Wait, the, whole, the, whole, the whole point is you got to watch it in like when you, you have the VR glasses. That's what it's for. The oh. VR goggles. But so I can't imagine all doing the circumstances that. around it. Wouldn't you fucking fall off the chair if you if you thought you were on a fucking like a, a bike going like 180 miles an hour through like the British countryside. <laughs> you fucking think about it. I think I would perish. This has to be a, I don't know how this really helps anyone out in the audience, but they can go fuck themselves. This is the uh, type of shit that, that interests me. <laughs> <laughs> I think sim racing is, is the greatest. <laughs> Have you ever heard Jake do his race car? <laughs> Do you like that? Look at that. I think it's Monaco. Well, I will say this. They've done a very good job with the human being riding the motorcycle. So that's what I think really looks real. It's pretty pretty nice. Those are like really seem to be synchronized movements as to what a person who would be riding a motorcycle would do. Yeah, like the the weightedness. Oh, here's the one that got me. This is a video game. All right, that looks pretty good. Yeah, it's something about the because it's like uh, click on that watch. Let's buy that at watch. (laughs) It's a seek. How do you pronounce that? Seekio. I think so. Let's buy one. Seki Sekioshio. Uh, the, the, the Japan team, by the way, being the only team we could ever consistently beat in the fucking video game we played 10 years ago. But I like where your head's at. We should play video games on this thing. 
Mm. Or you know what we should do? Okay, so for the the music podcast, we do it on both. We do an RSS because it's a music podcast, and then we also put it on YouTube. But then when we play video games, whenever that actually ends up happening, we can throw that on the YouTube. Because you know, I, I have a I have a feeling that whatever we just did didn't really work. <laughs> Maybe because <laughs> you can't see it. I don't know. Well, it reminds me. It reminds me of a, another thing that we have not addressed. Uh, it reminds me of another guest that we forgot about in our list of guests, and that would be Flat really? Earth. Oh yeah, Flat yeah. Earth well, Dave, who we forget all about. Well, I don't. I think about him every day. <laughs> Actually, we got like at least we got like nine or ten YouTube followers just from that episode. So that's well, that's reason enough to put shit on the YouTube. Have we do? Have we put a single thing up? No, but it, I mean, there's nothing stopping us. I'm sure they'll be thrilled. <laughs> Those, by by the way, I I heard a new uh, word for a flat earther: a flurf tard. A flurf tard. Yeah. My God. I know it's probably really derogatory to them, but um, you know, they're not listening. So. Well. How do I stop sharing my fucking screen? Now, for that video, we got uh, thirty over thirty five hundred viewers, one hundred and seven thumbs up, one thumbs down. Who I'd like to interview that guy. <laughs> is he mad because we lost the conversation, or is he yeah. mad? He just hates us. <laughs> um, Maybe either loves us or hates us. Uh, we also got uh, an upgrade the last, to uh, the last comment on that episode was from Lito Sung this is four months ago two dudes five periods ka maga balak So, Wait, what the hell is this? Oh, this is the wrong thing. Fuck me. I'm so bad at this. Is this the drunkest so... you've ever been on the podcast? I don't know. Maybe. Is this... What about you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not? Remember that time? <laughs> I mean, the first episode... Is that Lost of the Ages? No, I think it's still there. That first also, episode. Well, actually, there were some episodes we. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we ever released the wine episode. It's around, I believe. It's I don't definitely know where the still, hell it would be. It definitely still exists. We might have to list yeah. that as as one of our episodes. Just to see yeah, because because I remember uh, it was on my work computer when I quit my job. I like took that whole folder and put it on some other on the cloud somewhere. So it lives forever. But I don't remember. God fucking fuck me if I ever remember which thing is where ever, where my mask is, where anything is, where my fucking, where my passport is, where I parked my car, all that shit. Well, you got um, anything but, else? No, I was just looking at the, if you go to the local fatso's, like our Gmail profile, um, 
dongbag.com is up there with all of the Chinese characters. So that's like our third most visited site. Because <laughs> our so it's Anchor, which is like the, the platform for this podcast, twotours.com, and then fucking dongbags.com. <laughs> it was visited twice. That's our most oh. And then actually the the eighth most is the um the one with the panties where you sell the panties. Yeah. Sniffer. Yep. They actually have a great uh logo. It's like an upside down heart that is a booty mm-hmm. and then there's panties on it. That's pretty good. Yeah. So of 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 the very small list of guests that I'd be interested in having on at this point, <laughs> the, the CEO of Sniffer is on there. Well, they have a, a website. I'm getting very distracted by the, the images on the website, but if I go to the bottom, I bet you you can contact them. They have a blog. Yeah. All right. Well, we could probably do this. Um, not in this, not now. Uh, and I'm glad that we hammered out what the actual rock podcast guidelines will be. So like, I'm sure we'll be on the same page for that. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, I forget what the fuck he was saying. I'll just I'll just pick something. Just do whatever the fuck I want, like I always do. <laughs> Is that going to be the next one then? Yeah, sounds good. All right. See, see you in a month and a half. Goodbye. <laughs>